Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, You're- home of the zestiest takes you can get in a blunt worth of time. Oh, that felt good, didn't it, guys? Felt real good. Almost had that same old feeling of losing to the worst team in the NBA after being up double digits. Doug, how you feeling? Hmm? Oh, yo, I just had the weirdest dream. The, the Knicks were up by 21 on the Timberwolves, and they almost lost the game. So, <laughs> had that dream before, too. It's uh, <sighs> one of my favorite dreams. Is it still Sunday night? It sure is. Almost Ooh. Monday morning. Wow. <laughs> D-Boy, what's good? You're so D Rose has officially replaced quickly as the closer. So we can add that to the youth development body count for visionary Tom Thibodeau. What a hurt shots fired. Yeah. We're coming at your rotation. We're coming at your minutes. We're coming at everything. You're and it's me, Monty saddest, happiest Knicks fan when it's sad. Final score, New York 103, Minnesota almost 99. Walt suit was a subtle, satorial, sly, little, almost poppin' suit. Similar to our almost poppin' game today. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. The Knicks really didn't deserve to win that one. We'll give out some awards anyway. The Austin Rivers, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to maybe, just maybe, the future all-star Julius Randle, who put up a 25-14-4 line and hit the two free throws that pulled the Knicks away from good. The Garden of Dreams off-Broadway breakout performance goes to the Asbury Park, New Jersey native, undrafted Nas Reed, who battled and bruised his way to 11 points and eight boards for the Wolves. The Tibbs Rogaine play of the game goes to the ultimate Tibbs guy and New York native Taj Gibson for putting the clamps down on Carl Anthony Towns with 20 seconds to go, sealing the game. The Like Lazarus He Is Risen award goes to the legend of Mississauga, R.J. Barrett, who scored 20 for the second time in his last three games after a slump that included two fourth quarter benchings. And the sad stat of the game? Derrick Rose had only four points tonight and has been shooting 15% from the field over his last three games. (laughs) <laughs> On March 7th, live from the All-State Arena in Atlanta, Georgia, Julius Randle better be an all-star. With 23.2 points per game, 11 boards, and 5.5 and assists, he's got the whole city on his back and the opposing fours in the torture rack. He just got Ryan Saunders knocked out in the center of the ring for the 1-2-3, brother. So I'm going to look you right in the eyes, Adam Silver, and tell you the cream of the crop, number 30, is rising to the top. And if I see that fair hair, pretty boy, it's a bonus in that reserve four spot, you better watch your chrome dome, egghead, because it's the New York Knicks and Julius Randle for life. Mm. 
This day in Sadniks history, February 21st, 2020, Indiana 106, New York 98. Frank Nilakina still got minutes at the lead guard position and did this cute matching headband thing with RJ, having all of Nick's Twitterdom a flutter about a budding bromance. Speaking of duos, DeMontis Sabonis and Malcolm Brogdon bludgeoned the Knicks with their efficient and, dare I say, boring brand of basketball. A Pacers win. Always something to snooze to. Here's Towns, and the Timberwolves have their first lead. Barrett trying to shake loose. Two minutes remaining. Barrett puts it up and in. Randall, spin move, slams it home, and the foul. This game was the first time Tibbs faced off against the Timberwolves since his tumultuous exit in 2019. Tonight, we examine his legacy in Minnesota and what that means for the Knicks' future. To me, this Knicks season is eerily similar to the 17-18 one, where the Wolves overachieved, raising expectations and creating the seeds for major discontent amongst its young players. Will RJ be shipped out for a legitimized star a la Zach Levine just a few years before his prime? Don't forget, Carl Anthony Towns described Tibbs' treatment of young players as a disrespect and a slap in the face of their development. Are choppy waters ahead of us? Let's pump the brakes when it comes to a disaster that Tibbs heralded in Minnesota. Okay, they were a disaster before he got there. It was not an ideal situation. A coach should never be in charge of the personnel decisions. And Cat and Wiggins, I don't know. They haven't contributed to winning afterwards. So Tibbs, as the president of that Wolves team, funneled all of his resources into acquiring veterans. Jeff Teague, Jamal Crawford, of course, the buddy boys, Todd Gibson and Derek Rose, who we see once again in Knicks uniforms. But it seems like we're getting different lines drawn with the Knicks. Obviously, the level of talent is much lower than with this Knicks team than with, with this Wolves team. But that same sort of Thibodeau philosophy and control is seeping in. Well, he forced Jimmy Butler in in Minnesota, and that really backfired on him. He ended up getting like a second round pick and Robert Covington back for him when he gave out first rounders and Zach Levine, who is now like a fringe all-star coming into his prime. He, he has an ability, well, rather a propensity to mess with teams' time frame, time frames to fit his own. So in the case of the Timberwolves, yeah, he ships out Levine, who was two or three years away from really hitting his stride to bring in Jimmy Butler, the tried and true commodity. Are RJ and Julius Randle, though, Tibbs guys because they seem more in the mold and less in something that they would trade out for somebody else. Coming into the season, there's no way that you could think that Randall was a Tibbs guy. A guy right. who plays no defense, plays with his head down on offense. He has shown, though, through work ethic and determination to fit parts of the Tibbs mold. I think that's exactly the difference that you're hitting on right there. Julius Randle knows that to get to that next level, to get to that level of all-stardom, which he's hopefully going to, to reach on Tuesday night when we find out who the reserves are, he needs to work his ass off. RJ Barrett, same deal. He knows that he needs to crack this rotation by giving it all that he's got. In the case of the Timberwolves, there were a lot of established players with egos and the young players, Towns and Wiggins, were highly touted prospects with massive egos and expectations for the league. RJ is not like that. Another legacy of Tibbs here is the injury one. If you look at his history with star players all the way back to Derrick Rose, Joaquin Noah, 
Jimmy Butler, all of his guys, he's left in a wake of pain. We've said this all season, is this sustainable? I know Julius Randle came in the best shape he's been in his entire career, but is it sustainable to play this amount of minutes? And even some of the times when they're ahead in the fourth, him not resting him is very questionable in my mind when it comes to a guy who's had the history he's had with players. The real question that remains at the end of this line is who has the power? Is it Leon Rose or is it this Tibbs win now philosophy? Who pushes the pace to which the Knicks try to contend. That Derrick Rose move was just a little placation, just a little kiss on the cheek to make sure that Tibbs was happy, but it's not the kind of chips push in that we're gonna have to see. Well, I'm a little afraid though that what was Leon Rose's job before this? He was the agent, he was hired by Tibbs. So if there's some type of you know, backhanded, hey, you become the GM and I'm the coach, but I really push the buttons because, you know, we've always had that relationship. Who knows? Roll that. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for Blanta. Anthony Edwards, number one pick. Carl Anthony Towns, number one pick. D'Angelo Russell, was traded for a guy who was the number one pick. Timberwolves, can we trust you with a number one pick? Because you're projected to get another one, and honestly, you're gonna fuck this up. Like, you can't even be trusted to put together a decent uniform design. Highlighter green? Horizontal lines? Just don't do it, Nike. Go back to black jerseys or something. Maybe a rebranding? Change it to something Prince-themed again? I don't know, add KG as part owner? You gotta shake it up. If you have a friend who is a Timberwolves fan, pass them the blunt and walk the fuck away. They need it. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait, and always remember that James Dolan is still paying David Fisdale $4.5 million this year. The same as Alfred Payton.